Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however you're tuning in. Let's try this again. Uh, first go around didn't work so well. Look, sometimes these things happen. Live shows, live shows, pain in the ass sometimes. Welcome into Sports with Balls. I'm your host, Jeff Michael, on a Tuesday. Woo! Couldn't do the show yesterday. Had a lot going on, uh, but we will get, get into it. Like I said before, man, you know, you got to be uh, – it's hard to talk for 30 minutes straight just on hot topics when there's not a ton of hot topics going on. But we'll get into a little bit today. Got some NBA stuff. Got some Major League Baseball news. Of course, we will talk about the Super Bowl coming up in five days. Where are you going to watch it? Where are you going to be? I know where I'm going to be. It's going to be on the screen right here. Christian's Tailgate. Go to Christian'sTailgate.com. Find one near you. They've got drink specials going on all, all week long. They've got a karaoke thing going on. Man, the place is just badass. Let's just, it's just badass. Go to Christianstailgate.com, find one near you, and just get there. Award-winning food, hamburgers. Like, man, I I can't tell you how good these, these wings were when I went there the other day. It was unbelievable. Go to Christianstailgate.com, find one near you. Get your events uh together, get your people together, go there, get some food and get some drinks. Also, my buddy Josh Smith over at Modern Home Improvement and Remodeling, 281-949-8925. Give him a shout, modern-homeimprovement.com. Everything that you need fixed in, in your entire house, get $500 off when you mention sports with balls. Call Josh Smith over there at modern-homeimprovement.com. All right, what we got going on? A lot. Today, what is today? Today's February the 6th. Tuesday, February the 6th, National Frozen Yogurt Day. Um, National Ashley Day. Ouch. <laughs> so uh, to all the Ashleys out there, uh, happy Ashley Day. By the way, Josh Smith, I think his wife's name is Ashley, so happy Ashley Day to her. Uh, National Lame Duck Day. National Chopsticks Day. National Valentine Shopping Reminder Day. I don't know if you have a significant Valentine that you're going to get something for, but uh, today's a reminder to do that. What is that, next Wednesday? Is that right? I'm going to try to get me a Valentine's Day date. We'll see. We'll see if I'm busy. Ronald Reagan Day. Reclaim Social Day. I don't know what that means. Uh, pay a Compliment Day. So you guys get out there. Pay a Compliment. It's also Time to Talk Day. Man, there's a ton. My goodness. Wow. There's some badass birthdays today. Bob Marley. It's his birthday today. I, I'm going to see this movie. I know that you've seen the commercials for Bob Marley's movie coming out. I cannot wait. I think that's going to be absolutely amazing. I've got plenty of high school memories uh, when Bob Marley, we just to jam the shit out of him, man. I think everybody did. Axel Rose, speaking of jamming, uh, Axel Rose, it's his birthday. The picture I'm looking at looks nothing like the Axl Rose that I grew up watching. <laughs> That's this guy. Uh, look, man, I love Guns N' Roses, but he did not age well. Uh, Babe Ruth, man. Happy birthday to the late, great Babe Ruth. Some say the best baseball player to ever play the game. And as I mentioned earlier, Ronald Reagan. War on drugs. Isn't that him? Yeah, that was him. The war on drugs. Ronald Reagan. It's his birthday today. Uh, I'm going to say you might have lost that war. 
<laughs> it's still going. <laughs> Whatever, man. Speaking of drugs, did you guys see that story? I know that y'all y'all heard about the guy in Kansas City, whatever, where his friends died in the backyard. Um, and then he didn't notice them for three days. It's been all over the news. Turns out, drugs. <laughs> Just saying, don't do drugs. Wasn't that Ronald Reagan slogan? Don't do drugs. February the 6th, the Tuesday. There you go. Those are your national holidays, man. All right, Super Bowl's coming up. I, uh, you know, and we're gonna go. I'm gonna do today through Friday, and I'm gonna try to over the next few days, great, get some good prop bets that uh, we're gonna figure out. I, you know, Christian McCaffrey scoring a touchdown, probably Kelsey, probably you could parlay that together. I don't, but there's gonna be some random ones like MVP. I know, like it said today, I read that there's 23. Hold on, let me pull it up. 23.1 billion dollars in bets expected for the Super Bowl. Holy, you know what? 23.1 billion. Look, I'm gonna partake. Why not? I am MVP odds, first touchdown odds, coin flips. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I know everybody's got squares going. I love when people do that at their parties. Uh, Super Bowl squares are always a blast. That should be more of a thing because you can do squares for any game at any time. Somebody needs to start a Facebook page or something where it's just squares for every, like, you know, pick two or three games a night and do squares for them every single time. Just an idea, folks. Uh, let's see. 49ers are dealing with a soft field. <laughs> so the 49ers are complaining that the turf and here's the problem is that uh, I guess where where they're practicing UNLV um it has a turf football field and they lay start on top of it so it's very slippery it's not stable it doesn't look like the 49ers are complaining too much about it but it is an issue over there now on the flip side the Kansas City Chiefs they're dealing with DWIs from their star quarterback's dad Man, talk about bad, bad timing. He had pictures with him and Taylor Swift all the last few few weeks. Taylor talking about how good of a how good of a person he is. His son's in the Super Bowl again. He hauls off and gets a DWI in a car that wasn't registered since 2022. How the does that make sense? I, I know you have money. I know you have ways to get around. You got a 16-ounce can in the in the cup holder. You got busted for a DWI and a car that wasn't registered since 2022. You know your son is in the Super Bowl. You know if something bad happens to you, what the what it means. Yet you ride around in a red in a car that has uh, expired registration with a 16-ounce beer in your cup holder. And you're drunk. Wow. That is just not a good look for Mahomes Sr. <laughs> like, what are you thinking, bro? My goodness. Uh, what else we got, man? Uh, as far as the Super Bowl is concerned, I think it's still we're still at one and a half, two, right? Depending on where you're getting the your odds at. And I I've been answering these questions over the past probably week or so. About you know who's gonna win, who's gonna win, who's gonna win, and I find it hard to vote. I find it hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if I'm going to take the game per se. I don't know if I'm going to bet on the actual game. I'm probably just going to do a lot of these prop bets because I do. I, I don't want to bet against Pat Mahomes, but I do think San Francisco has the better team. 
but you know that doesn't mean a lot. Look what happened to the Niners, you know, in the past few games when they played great defenses. The San Francisco 49ers are going up against the second best defense in the entire league, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. They got look, San Francisco, Detroit's got a pretty good defense. They were blown out in the first half. So I I just San Francisco's more talented. I agree, but they're but Kansas City's defense. This is a close Super Bowl. I just wanted a high-scoring, close game. 28-27. <laughs> Something like that. That would be fantastic. I see some predictions where it's like 11 or 12 to 4, and I'm like, or 12 to 3, and I'm like, what the heck? I don't want to see a Super Bowl game where there's only two or three touchdowns in the entire game. That would suck. Both these offenses can get it rolling, so let's do it. The last couple of games, let's see. So here's the last seven games for the 49ers. How many points they've scored? 35, 30, 30, 30, 34, 24 against the Packers. Oh, I'm sorry. 20, yeah, that's right. Oh, let me go down. I'm sorry. They lost against the Rams at the end. That game didn't count. They set everybody. So 27. And then, okay, so the game I'm talking about with the Ravens, I went from the top up, my bad. So they scored 42 against the Eagles. 28 against the Seahawks, 45 against the Cardinals. They lost to a Ravens team, the number one defense in the league, and only scored 19 points. And they're going up against the number two defense. And then they scored 27 against the Commanders, bad team. And then uh, they set everybody versus the Rams. And then they scored 24 versus the Packers in the first round. And they scored 34 against the Lions, and most of that was in the second half. And a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy. I know we've talked about this. And I think it's all over the radio about what Brock Purdy's going to do. He doesn't have to do much. 280, two touchdowns. I know, Super Bowl, that's a big game. All right, let's just 230. Let's say 30 yards and two touchdowns. And you got McCaffrey rushing for one. That's 21 points. Maybe they get another one, 28. I mean, what is this a rush to, right? So, so between the Packers and the Chiefs, is it the first to 25? That's who's going to win this game? Who you got? Right now, I'm sitting on prop bets, and we're going to go over them as the week goes on, but I'm sitting on prop bets. I'm not really taking a team at this point. It just looks like it's going to be a close game. The Chiefs' defense is fantastic. The 49ers' offense is fantastic. And then you have Pat Mahomes. That's the icebreaker. You have Pat Mahomes versus Brock Purdy. That's where I lean Chiefs' way, obviously. I think the Chiefs' defense and the, and the 49ers' offense, it's going to be great. That's going to be a fantastic matchup. But then you also have Pat Mahomes versus Brock Purdy, and experience, obviously, I think plays a huge role, especially in the Super Bowl. So I like the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm getting points. I don't know if I'm going to bet that. We'll talk about it on Friday. But it's hard to go against uh, number 15, man. It is very hard to go against number 15. Who do you see holding up the trophy? Mm. Pat Mahomes addressed some rumors uh, earlier about Tom Brady, or yesterday, I guess, because yesterday they had the first press conferences. He says, he says he's still got a ways to go to catch up to Tom, which is true, but where are you ranking Pat Mahomes, if he wins this Super Bowl, is he number two all time? Are we knocking Joe Montana off the off the board or off the top two if Mahomes wins? 
Woo. This is uh, Mahomes' quote. You want to get to the Super Bowl, that's your ultimate goal. And to be able to, to be in my fourth one, it's truly surreal. And I just try to appreciate it in every single time. You don't even know if it will be your last. And I've been blessed to be in a lot, uh, a lot of them with a great organization with a lot of great players around me. So I just try to maximize those opportunities. It's very true. I don't know what Andy Reid's going to do. I don't know if they win the Super Bowl, if Andy Reid rides off into the sunset. You would think... Andy Reid is trying to get to the, the Brady Bilichek era, right? So if they go to one more, maybe two more, wow. I mean, they're up there. Andy Reid could surpass. We keep talking about Pat Mahomes. What if Andy Reid passes up Bill Belichick for the greatest coach ever? He's about three years away from him if they stay together. Put some pieces around Pat Mahomes and you're good to go. That defense is, is incredible. So we'll see. We'll see. that there's it, Pat Mahomes said it right. There's a long, long way to go as far as becoming the greatest quarterback of all time. And I say <laughs> four or five years down the road, if Pat Mahomes goes to three more Super Bowls in the next six years, uh, we have to have a serious conversation about that. And then Joe Montana's got to be moved. <laughs> so we'll see. It's going to be a fun game. It's coming up Sunday. I talked about this a little bit ago, and I posted this. Go to Sports With Balls on all your social media outlets if you can. Go get into some of the arguments these people are at. I'm sorry, debates, not arguments. Should the Super Bowl be on a Saturday? Should the Super Bowl be on a Saturday? I think so. Why not? And I get it. Bars won't make as much money because they get an extra. Like, that Sunday's huge. Saturday's already a busy night. But, man, Mondays are brutal for the, I mean, the entire United States. Now, not across the world, obviously, but the United States. Uh, 60% of the United States is really hung over on Mondays or the Monday after the Super Bowl. I would move it to Saturday. I don't know if that's feasible, but there's been a lot of talk about it lately. A lot of talk about moving the Super Bowl to Saturday. And I personally would absolutely love it. You can have a blast. You can stay up late. You got all day Sunday to recover, and then you go to back to work on Monday. Because Monday's production is terrible. Especially, there's a lot of people that got big meetings on Mondays. And the corporations don't care about the Super Bowl. People come in there hurting. I wonder how many bad mistakes, bad business deals have taken place the Monday after Super Bowl. All right, we'll talk about more, like I said, as we go on throughout the week. I'll, uh, I should have a show today, obviously, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We should, uh, we should rock on every single day. All right, what else we got going on? There was a huge, huge deal in uh, Major League Baseball. Bobby Witt Jr. stays with the Kansas City Royals, signs an extension. 28.8, um, I'm sorry, $228.8 million deal to stay as the shortstop for the Kansas City Royals. I've got his card around here somewhere. Uh, I've got two or three of them, actually. That kid's good. Good for the Kansas City Royals. It's sort of like the Giannis Antetokounmpo, which, by the way, we'll, we'll talk about the Bucks here in a few. But it's sort of like Giannis staying in Milwaukee in a place not a lot of people want to be at. Bobby Witt is now stuck in Kansas City, and good for them. Kansas City is going to have a good baseball team because people will want to play with this kid. He is Good. And now he's only 23 years old and he's with the Kansas City Royals for the next 11 years for almost $300 million. Good for him, man. The kid's good. He deserves it. 
six foot one, 200 pounds, incredible shortstop. He's sort of like Correa when Correa was not injured. And I guess that's the only thing you're hoping that doesn't happen with Bobby Witt is uh, out of this $300 million in 11 years. Look, he's going to get injured uh, maybe once or twice. You just hope it's nothing uh, long term. But he's up there now. He's up there with the big dogs. Bobby Witt Jr., $288 million to stay with the Kansas City Royals. Uh, two years. I get Royals two years. They they might be really good. A place or, or a team to actually uh, watch. Uh, do we really want to talk about this LeBron thing, dude? Man. I, <laughs> LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers. It's a story, I guess. They're asking him what it, he says. It has nothing to do with him. Come on, man. We know that's all bullshit. It has everything to do with you. We know you make the calls. We know you can get coaches fired. We know you bring on who you want to bring on. We know you push out who you want to push out. So he says it's not his call. That is an absolute – that that's a crock of shit, man. Come on, LeBron. Like, <laughs> for some reason, right now, LeBron James looks dejected. And the first time in a long time, I see him not be real positive. He's not that positive guy anymore. He looks really, really dejected. His quote is, it's not a question for me, said after closing out the road trip with 26 points on 12 for 22 shooting. Uh, I love who we have in the locker room, and that's all I worry about. Are you serious? That's what you – like, man, everybody in the world and even in the NBA knows that's not the truth. You don't just worry about the locker room. You're going to start firing people as soon as you can. And the problem with LeBron is he likes friends. And that's the NBA's turned into sort of something like that. So he's good friends with AD. Because if I was if I was the Lakers, I'd I'd get rid of AD. But it's uh, you know, it's LeBron's team. Everybody knows that. And for him to say that quote is absolutely hysterical. Not a question for me. It absolutely is a question for you. Acting like he doesn't run the LA Lakers. And by the way, speaking of the NBA. Should we talk about the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis getting his coach fired, apparently, and what their record is over the last few games? What the hell is going on in Milwaukee? It is unfreaking believable the drama. If this was the Lakers, there you would not be able to stop talking about it on SportsCenter. The, the issue is it's the Milwaukee Bucks, and they're not that high profile of a team. If it was the Lakers, if it was the Bulls, if it was the Knicks, it, if it was the Mavericks, oh, my gosh. This story would be top, top of the line. It would be unbelievable. They would not be able to stop talking about it. They've lost four of their last six games. Coach Doc Rivers is now that the intern head coach because they fired the other guy. It is uh, it is a nightmare that's unraveling in Milwaukee. They've got the Suns, I think, tonight. They'll probably lose that game. Then they're at home for the Timberwolves, Hornets, Nuggets, and Heat. That's an important home stretch for them because it doesn't look good. They don't look good at all. They've dropped a ton in the standings. They're now third. They're 5-5 five and five in the last 10. 
the Cleveland Cavaliers have jumped them because they're 9-1 and one in their last 10. The Knicks are one game behind them. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. You're looking at the Milwaukee Bucks falling to probably, well, the 76ers got uh, Embiid's hurt, so he won't. They, they'll keep falling. But the Pacers are moving up a little bit. I could see Milwaukee going down to the 6th, 7th seed. That's how bad they are right now. It is a, a, a brutal time to be a Milwaukee Buck. On the flip side of that, Oklahoma City Thunder, 8-2 in the last 10, ahead in the Western Conference. Well, they're tied with Minnesota. Minnesota's playing pretty good. They're 6-4. and four. The L.A. Clippers putting it all together. A lot of people's favorite. 9-1 and one in their last 10. Denver, 7-3 in their last 10. The Phoenix Suns putting it together. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. So you're starting to see some of the cream of the crop uh, pretty rise to the top, if that's the way you want to say it. And I think that you're going to see that in the NBA now. We're getting to the point where we're about to break off to the second half of the season, and some of these teams are going to start playing a little better. We're 50 games in. There's only 82, so we're a little bit over halfway. And we're going to start seeing some of these teams really start to put it on where you're going to start seeing competitive basketball. Like I said, the first three-fourths of the NBA season, unfortunately for them, it's, it's hard to watch. It's very hard to watch. But now you're starting to see some good play. Or you will start to see some good play. Some of these teams start putting it together health-wise. Look, the New Orleans Pelicans, it's been an up-and-down season. They're 29-21. and 21. Man, Zion, if he's healthy, that team is tough. They are they're ahead of the Mavericks. They're ahead of the Lakers. By the way, the Lakers are still in the playoff hunt. They're ahead of the Jazz. Well, that's because there's 10 teams now. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, the Rockets are down there. Warriors are 22 and 25. Are the Golden State Warriors done? Is it over for that dynasty? Uh, I think so. I think so. What else we got to talk about today? We're over the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll go, like I said, we'll go over to prop bets. By the way, if you missed anything, this show will be up a uh, podcast version directly after the show. I will put it up. So go to your Apple iTunes probably 15 minutes afterwards. If you missed any of this, it will be up. Do have to thank Christian's Tailgate. As always, go to Christian'sTailgate.com. Find one near you. Unbelievable place to watch the Super Bowl, basketball games, NCAA. They've got drink specials. They've got food, award-winning food. Just a phenomenal place to go get your eat and drink on. And go to modern-homeimprovement.com. Get $500 off when you mention sports with balls. Get your kitchen, bathroom remodel, new fence, new driveway, whatever, man. The guy fixes your uh, uh, sprinkler system, whatever it is, man. Josh Smith got you covered. Call him, 281 949 899 Today in sports history, this is a good one. In 1924, the winter, the first Winter Olympics Games closed in, in France. There's a couple of really good things in here. There's a lot of winter stuff. Uh, Jake Lamada defeats future. This is in 1943, but it's a big deal. 1943, Jake LaMotta defeats future multi-weight world boxing champion Sugar Ray Robinson by unanimous decision in Detroit in the second of their six, that's right, six meetings and his only victory. And it was the first of Robinson's uh, career after he won his first 40 professional bouts. Uh, I can't believe that Jake LaMotta and Sugar Ray Robinson fought six freaking times. Like, damn. Uh, cricket. No, I don't know much about cricket. We're not doing that. What else we got in here? Sugar Ray Leonard's debut in 1977 makes his professional debut with six round unanimous decision over 
Louis Vega and Baltimore Civic Center. So that's an interesting one. There's a bunch of Super Bowl stuff I'm about to get into. Uh, Fred Newman makes 88 consecutive basketball free throws blindfolded. All right. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar became the first player to score 38,000 points on this day in 1989. Where else? The Pro Bowl. Nah. Oh, this is crazy. Author Tom Clancy confirms he signed agreement to purchase the Minnesota Vikings for slightly more than $200 million. This is 1998. Tom Clancy buys the Minnesota Vikings for $200 million. At that time, an NFL franchise record. <laughs> 1998, folks. That's only 26 years ago. There, It's in the billions now. $200 million is what he bought the Minnesota Vikings for in 1998. Wow. Uh, let's see. Ed Sable, co-founder of NFL Films, elected to enshrinement in the NFL pro football profile. Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's an awesome, awesome deal. New York Giants beat the Patriots 21-17 to MVP Eli Manning in 2012. I'm sure everybody remembers this one. I mean, my goodness, Eli Manning. By the way, Eli, way to go on your rapping yesterday and calling out Tom Brady. That was pretty cool. If you haven't seen it, go look up Eli Manning rapping. That was pretty cool. Uh, that was in 2012. 2017 Super Bowl. Here in Houston, Texas, the Patriots defeated the Atlanta Falcons 34-28, to Tom Brady being your MVP, and that's in 2017. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what happened in that game. I'm not going to repeat it for you guys. <laughs> this, this, to me, was unbelievable. It's a little bit off subject as far as the sports that we talk about on a daily basis, but in, two, in 2022, six days before his 50th birthday, 11-time world surfing champion Kelly Slater wins his eighth pipeline title, beating a 22-year-old Hawaiian Seth Manis in the final. Six days before he was 50 years old, Kelly Slater wins his eighth pipeline title. Wow. <laughs> that is unbelievable. All right, guys. Uh, look, want to thank Chris's tailgate again. And obviously... Josh Smith over at modern-homeimprovement.com. More show coming tomorrow. Get ready for some prop bets. We're going to go over it. It'll be nice, nice, nice Super Bowl week for us. Y'all uh, stay tuned tomorrow morning. If you missed anything, go check it out on podcast. See you tomorrow.